to the Minnesota Hospice Radio Show. My name is Ken Hagland, President of Minnesota Hospice and one of your hosts for today's programs. I am joined today by two colleagues that I've had the privilege and honor of working with for several years. They are Reverend Debbie Meckley, Chaplain and Spiritual Care Advisor, and Medical Social Worker Heidi Simon, Licensed General Social Worker uh, who also has a master's degree in social work. Thank you guys for being here again to the show. Yeah, thanks, it's always Ken. great to be here. We, we, I tell you, a uh, great show last week. Um, whoever missed that show has got to look at it on the uh, on the podcast um, on AM 950. Uh, that really set the stage here for this five-part series that we are talking about. Right. Um, this today and then um, in the future shows. But what's really nice is that you guys are doing a live presentation of this series also right. in uh, in Savage at Unity of the Valley. And people can get more information at uh, on their website, unityofthevalleymn.org. And it's being held on Sunday at 1145 to 115. So it's a 90-minute uh seminar workshop yeah. presentation mm -hmm. i know you guys really like experiential yeah. type of yeah. uh we're kind of calling these episodes you know everybody's episodes. into the series and these are yes. the five episodes of this series yes yes so i uh i had several people who listened last week comment to me uh, just how amazing the topics are that we are delving into it's just much more than a clinical medical mm -hmm. show that we have here Absolutely. it's this is really about life yeah it and is. it's about how to live how to die, what goes on in those two. Yeah. And um, I know today will be a great, great conversation. We're continuing on the series called Lifting the Veil, Revealing the Spiritual Truths About Dying and Death. And we've covered a couple topics last week, and uh, we've got a great one today. And uh, and uh, probably next week and the following week after that, I imagine, we'll have. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, great, great. Yeah. Well, how was your guys' week this week? Uh, great week. It, great week. It was so busy. We I, uh, well, I had a chance to uh, speak at the American Legion. And so it was post-1776 in Apple Valley. And uh, there was over 100 uh, people attending. So veterans and, and their families. And we had a chance to talk about the Medicare hospice benefit. And what's what's just always amazing to me is how little people know mm -hmm. about yeah. that benefit. Yes. But the other thing was... These people, they were, you know, they were from children to 95. The oldest person there was 95. I like always asking, who's the oldest one here? <laughs> and, uh, and after my presentation, people came up and there was two conversations, basically. One is, I never knew that, mm -hmm. which you know, breaks my heart yeah. because these people just don't know. And then the other one, which is amazing, these people say, well, how can I help? Because mm. we, we, had, we had Sonia Parks there, a mm -hmm. volunteer coordinator. And they just surrounded us and said, well, what you guys are doing is amazing. What can we do to help? And I'm just yeah. so amazed by that. You know, here, I mean, they've served their whole life yeah. for this country and for us. And, and that, uh, that servant attitude just never goes away. Yeah. So anyway, very rewarding. It is. And it's really a testament, as we were talking about in our, our last talk here, is that, um, you know, we're all just really wired to do this. Yeah. It's in our nature to want to be able to help and to want to be able to walk alongside alongside someone when they're moving through this transition. Mm -hmm. So it never really surprises me that people are drawn to that once they have that awareness. And, you know, as much as we are Minnesota Hospice, mm -hmm. you know, people associate that with dying and death. But we are really all about living. We talk about that all the time. In the very beginning of our radio career here on AM 950, we talked about um, uh, how would you want living to look? And in this series, Lifting the Veil, we're really talking about life. Um, you know, we're going to get into some aspects of our own spiritual pain that we go through when we walk this walk in this talk as human beings, but also that um, how can we have a better death? And does a good death exist? And uh, that's the question, and I think that our listeners are going to be really surprised to what the answer to that question is, because um, we have to live better. And we all have spiritual pain. And so Heidi and I are going to touch on the aspects of that pain, what they are that we live with, and how we can move through those better in our living so that our dying is better because we say it, and we'll say it again, that we die the way we live. And that is the truth. And so how can we die better? 
So let's talk about spiritual pain. Absolutely. And I was going to add to that too, Debbie, as you were saying that, that what we know and I think what makes people really excited about coming into a conversation about end of life or the dying experience is because they're realizing that this is an opportunity just as much for transformation and that it informs the living part of of what we do so much. So those four aspects of spiritual pain um, are meaning, um, meaning and purpose for life, our relatedness, how we relate to ourselves, our own personal relationship with self and others around us, our forgiveness, uh, not just forgiveness of other people, but our forgiveness of ourself mm-hmm. and hope, how we uh, view our place here in this world and our future. So let's start with meaning and purpose, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why am I here? And what I find interesting about meaning and purpose is that typically we as human beings associate that with a stressful question. It stresses us because we think we don't know why we're here and that we're supposed to be figuring it out or fixing something that showed up that we decide that's not why I'm here. And um, if we could put on a new pair of glasses, some rose-colored glasses with that, I think we would see, um, as I have found, that it's an unfolding. I mean, the path that I'm on today, that may change down the road, and I'm excited about the unknown. It's okay. But as it shows up and we resonate with different parts of our beingness here on Earth, that's our meaning. It's purposeful, and the purpose shifts and changes. So um, how we can open ourselves up to that can really change the way we walk through this life and change the way we view what we have done and how we experience that when we're at end of life. Right. And in our conversations, when we think about, you know, Deb, let's say that I I go in for a procedure, right? And I am impatient somewhere. Well, I know that in order for me to be able to leave and be able to go home, one of the things that's going to be important for them to see, at least physically for me in terms of function, is, you know, are all systems a go? You know, they'll ask, you know, are you having a, a bowel movement and things like that? But what I'm not asked is about um, that meaning piece. What did this experience, whether it was um, something that was situational or even something more chronic, you know, what what is your relationship with this experience and what does that mean for you so that when you're leaving that experience, your awareness and your mindfulness about how it's impacting you is brought to the present? Right. Yeah. We don't get asked that. No. Yeah, it's all gets very um, physically compartmentalized. So, um, you know, meaning, meaningfulness makes us well. Meaninglessness um, can make us sick. And we talked about that last week, dis-ease. And so these spiritual aspects actually affect our physical being here as well. You're right. Um, And if I were to um, move into the next aspect of spiritual pain that is very significant for all of us, it would be our forgiveness pain. So that idea of what do I need to let go of? And you can look at across all spiritual practices, right? Across generations, across cultures, and there is a common thread that is incorporated into all of them. And that is this idea of forgiveness. When we, I know that our viewers can't, or our listeners can't see this, but when we look at all the aspects of spiritual pain and we look at the totality of all four of them, 53% of people that are, you know, when asked at end of life, which one is most significant, Mm -hmm. 53% are saying that forgiveness is the most significant aspect for them. So, you know, this is something that, um, you know, I wanted to read this quote from Joan Boryasenko, and it says, any attempt to access the human capacity for forgiveness is guaranteed to enhance the immune system, thereby enhancing a person's state of body, mind, spirit, balance yep yeah so i mean we could do a whole show on forgiveness it's an art (laughs) it is an art (laughs) you know i mean there there really is there's a lot of forgiveness work out there there are a lot of resources just to do forgiveness work right which of course as we know has to start with the self it does so that we're able to do that for somebody else Mm -hmm. So. so if you think about meaning as you were saying earlier now that's something that we can kind of understand that when you run that through your mind you know deb you can kind of think about Okay, 
I can sit with that. But forgiveness is very different because mm -hmm. if I sit here right now and I work forgiveness through my mind, well, my mind can really do a very good job of telling me all the reasons why I maybe shouldn't be doing that, yeah. whether it's for myself or someone else. So forgiveness exists in a very different place, and that place is really, I think, in the heart, yeah. wouldn't you say? Yeah, and that's why we say this very often when we're working with patients at the end of life, what has to die before you die? And we could say, ask that question all the way throughout our living all there are things that are dying constantly right. before we die right. and that's a really good thing that's releasing and allowing right great conversation um boy there are so many things i've been writing notes down here that i'd love to talk to you guys about and ask questions but we will hold on for those to the next segment um you are listening to the minnesota hospice radio show we will be right back and continue this uh, conversation on the four Aspects of spiritual pain. With all the convenient big box stores that sell appliances, why do so many Minnesotans choose Warner Stellion? Check online to learn that Warner Stellion is a Minnesota family-owned business for over 60 years. Warner Stellion sells more brands than anyone else, and our passionate specialists are committed to impressing you so much that you'll refer us to everyone you know. That's our mission here at Warner Stellion. Ask around, check us out online, and when it's your time to buy appliances, join over 300,000 Minnesota homeowners and choose the specialists, Warner Stellion. Burger Mo's is the perfect neighborhood gathering spot before and after Excel Center events or anytime. Mo is serious about burgers, offering 20 fresh, never frozen varieties. Burger Mo's also offers delicious appetizers, soups, salads, as well as unburgers, dogs, paninis, shakes, and desserts. Not to mention more than 60 beers on tap and happy hours twice daily. Burger Mo's is located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul with plenty of free parking and online at BurgerMo's.com. I'm Jeff Erdman, and I'm running for the DFL endorsement for Congress in the 2nd Congressional District to unseat Jason Lewis and provide people a real, working-class voice in Washington. I grew up in a union home in Lewiston, Minnesota. My dad worked in a flour mill, and my mom provided daycare. My wife Ruth and I have raised three kids in Dakota County. I've been an American government teacher and head football coach for 28 years, with the last 18 years being at Rosemount High School. Ruth works as a speech therapist in schools. We've dedicated our lives to local families, and now I'm running to serve them. Here's what I believe. Health care is a human right. I'm the only candidate pushing for a single-payer Medicare for All system. I'm also the only candidate who opposes drilling, and I have aggressive plans for localizing green jobs and creating wealth in our local economies. It's time for real political reform to take money out of politics. Learn more and see how to caucus February 6th at erdmanforcongress.com. I'm Jeff Erdman, and it's time for change. Paid for by Urban for Congress. Saturdays at 1 p.m., you have a chance at a fresh start, a new beginning. Hi, everybody. This is Freddie Bell, host of New Beginnings. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, spirituality, and even entertainment. Every day is a chance for a fresh start. Join us Saturdays at 1 p.m. for New Beginnings with Freddie Bell on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, it's Tom Hartman, and this Valentine's Day, I want you to stop at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. Jimmy and Helene Pessis have created a family atmosphere where generations of Twin City customers have made it their jewelry store. At Continental Diamond, you can shop without pressure because no one works on commission. In addition to the outstanding selection of jewelry and watches, on Valentine's Day only, they'll be hosting R.J. Kramer flowers and L'Amour chocolates for those last-minute shoppers. Continental Diamond, adjacent to the West End in St. Louis Park, and at ContinentalDiamond.com. Once I was seven years old, my mama told me, go make yourself some friends or you'll be lonely. Once I was seven years old. Welcome back. You are listening to the Minnesota Hospice Radio Show. My name is Ken Hagland, and I'm joined today by Reverend Debbie Meckley and hospice social worker Heidi Simon. Last segment, we started talking about the four aspects of spiritual pain, and we had we have covered uh, the first one, which was meaning, 
And then we started to talk about forgiveness. And we, uh, off air here, we were saying that that's a show or even a series unto itself here. But, um, but we are in the midst of a, of a five-part series. And uh, this series is being presented live right now um, during the month of February. And I want to make sure that the listeners know about that because I've had a number of follow-up calls and questions about where is this being presented. And so I'm going to remind folks throughout the show, and then we're going to talk about it at the end of the show, just to make sure you've got the information you need. But um, the series is called Lifting the Veil, Revealing the Spiritual Truths About Dying and Death. And the uh, workshops are 90 minutes, so they're not very long, Mm -hmm. but um, they're being held at the Unity Spiritual Center, uh, sorry, Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center in Savage, and these, uh, the program starts at 11.45 a.m. and ends at 1.15. So it's a 90-minute program. And uh, for more information on this, please check out the website unityofthevalleymn.org. So it's unityofthevalleymn.org. Or call Minnesota Hospice at 612-930-3339. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to that? I do. Actually, I think it's a good time to add that... Um, uh, we are offering, not only is this, um, this is sponsored by Union of the Valley, so it is gifted. It is a free training workshop experiential time. Uh, and also, um, we are um, offering free CEUs. So 1.5 continuing mm-hmm. education units for anybody who can use that. That's not just medical personnel, um, you know, social workers, chaplains, clergy, um, energy workers, you know, those folks that do healing touch, um, or anybody that might want to have this um, certificate of attendance in their um, little portfolio. Uh, would be great, but uh, it's something not to be missed. We're finding out that it has been, we knew it would be incredible information for folks, but it is way more. Everybody wants to lift the veil. People want, we're intrigued about dying. We know that it's going to happen to us, but we're typically not sitting in circles of folks and talking about it. But it is a conversation that needs to be had, and we're doing it. And as you guys have always said, the more you understand about end of life, the dying process, and death, the more it amplifies and heightens the ability to have life, to live your life exactly. because you've got context with that. Yeah. Death is our advisor. That's right. You, yes. you remind me of that several <laughs> times. Death is our advisor and you go, death is our teacher. And, That's right. And, and uh, the more I get to work with you guys, the more I am finding that out. Mm-hmm. Thanks, All Kevin. right. Well, let's, let's jump back then into our topic of forgiveness today, one of the four uh, aspects of spiritual pain. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it really ties into what we were just saying um, before we left, that this this experience of forgiveness really, I think, does lie in our heart center. Um, wouldn't you say, Deb? Yeah. It, because it creates a story. It can be a story that is one that we possibly even walked into at a very, very early age. And, um, you know, sometimes we don't realize that when we're holding on to whatever it is, maybe it's anger or resentment, um, you know, because we feel that we've been hurt or wronged in some way, and, and oftentimes, you know, that's valid. Yes, that experience has happened. However, it takes us away from that awareness that we truly, if we look at our, our daily experiences, that we swim in a sea of forgiveness on a regular basis. And it's the simple things, you know, like even driving here, um, and being on the road in traffic, how someone, you know, it, our our behavior there could be interpreted as a transgression. However, what was that space that they held for us? Or in conversation with someone, we have no idea that we possibly could have said something that touched something mm-hmm. inside of them that didn't necessarily feel good, but they held that space for us and didn't create, you know, a story with that. Yeah, you know, the, the we feel the spiritual pain of forgiveness in our heart space, but the story's in our head. And so we continue to create a story, and it can be accentuated. And at end of life, forgiveness is very powerful because it is that one thing that can keep us stuck in our not only resentment but regret. And um, we talk about living through the spiritual pain of forgiveness in our living, in our life. But when it comes to end of life, that last phase, because when we are dying, 
we are still living, that those are the things that are actually accentuated and can be even more painful. Right. And the fact is, all of us have been let down or dishonored, lied to in some way, right? But we've also... Honestly, if we look at that, we've also been accomplices in in that behavior to others. Thanks, too. And so it's not to say that, you know, forgiveness is just so complex and it can be so dynamic. I just love that word because when you think about something being dynamic, you think about the growth spurts and the possibilities that come when you move through something that really may not be that easy to do. So it's not a denial of what our hurt is and it's not condoning what that behavior is. But it really is opening to the possibility when you allow that pain, that spiritual pain, to move through. And because we don't realize until we release it how much space it has taken up in our lives, in our thoughts, in in our pain. And that spiritual pain, that ache... That heartache is actually something we feel in our physical body, which causes disease, which causes illness. Yes. So it's kind of ironic how that forgiveness is something that at end of life could have even contributed to our disease process. And at end of life is something that we wish that we had let go of anyway. And it it makes perfect sense when you look back at ancient traditions across, as we said earlier, across all cultures, because you could look at prayer, for example. It's embedded in all of those expressions. You could look at the Lord's Prayer that says, you know, please forgive, let me forgive those who have trespassed against me as I have done that too. Or you could look at the Tibetan tradition, which isn't necessarily the forgiveness aspect, but they talk about compassion and patience. So it's really saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the only way to really true freedom of that heaviness is to forgive. And it starts with self you know, we've all done things or even just holding something against someone else who we we feel like we need to forgive. In order to forgive ourselves for that, that lifts that veil, so to speak, to be able to do that. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think that's probably why we talk about it as a human capacity, because in nature, um, it's it's not something that we would necessarily see in other species in terms of having the idea that they would need to forgive. There's more of an allowing. So, you know, we we create a lot of things, but Mm -hmm. that also means that we can create um, growth out of those things. And so as we wrap up forgiveness, I think that realizing how impactful it is to forgive if you are at end of life and in your last days um, and what is causing you the most spiritual pain during that is forgiveness and we see that it has the biggest impact in our life. So why don't we do something about it now? Exactly. Fantastic. Um, boy, there's so many thoughts I have about that conversation I would love to talk about further, but I know we're going to jump into relatedness is the next yeah. topic then? Okay, great. Well, uh, this is the Minnesota Hospice Radio Show. We'll be right back after this short break for a further conversation about the four spiritual aspects of pain. Gaming Wisconsin, wherever you are and however you like it, we're just the place you're looking for. Six unique, fun, exciting, winning destinations located throughout central Wisconsin. Make your rounds to Wittenberg, Nakusa, Black River Falls, Toma, Madison, or Wisconsin Dells for the hottest slots, most exciting games, award-winning guest service, delicious food and spirits, lodging, and live entertainment. Join the Ho-Chunk Gaming Rewards Club for free. And with a single card, you can earn valuable points no matter which of the six locations you choose to play. That means more exclusive offers, giveaways, cash back, discounts, and much more. Visit us online to see all we have to offer and find the fun times nearest you at HoChunkGaming.com. So wherever you are and however you like it, we're just the place you're looking for. Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin, Wittenberg, Nakusa, Black River Falls, Toma, Madison, and Wisconsin Dells. Must be 21 or over to play. Next time on Philosophy Talk, why propaganda matters. Because devious politicians use it all the time to promote their selfish agendas. But propaganda is sometimes used to champion good causes, too, like universal health care or the environment. A good cause that relies on lies and deceptions to persuade others? That's no good cause in my book. Then too bad people aren't persuaded by rational argument. Why propaganda matters. Next time on Philosophy Talk. Catch Philosophy Talk every Sunday at 8 a.m. and again at 5 p.m. on AM 950. 
While shopping for a fireplace insert at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, I was amazed at all the choices. Not just gas, electric, or wood burning, but also built-in or freestanding, and options in every style from antique to modern. The staff really listened to us, explained the options, and helped us choose a fireplace we absolutely love. Now it warms our hearts and our home every winter. Thank you, Woodland Stoves, for a great addition. Hi, I'm Peter Solak, putting in a word for the EPA BurnWise campaign. It has important information about clean burn fireplaces. This is an important part of our mission at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. We know that the fireplace has to work. Work with your life, work with your living space, and also be environmentally smart. Come see us. Learn to burn wise. We have over 35 working units on display at the corner of Riverside and East Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis. Visit our store in person or online at woodlandstoves.com. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, out of the ordinary products and services since 1977. If you have hard water, the Lime Scale not only leaves white spots, it clogs pipes and breaks down appliances, costing you hundreds of dollars in energy and wear. Eliminate Lime Scale and other water issues like brown staining, bad odors, and lead with HydroCare water products available from Wave Home Solutions. Wave's affordable systems don't use salts or chemicals. You'll love the way your water tastes, smells, and looks. Satisfaction guaranteed. For more information, go to goodclearwater.com. That's goodclearwater.com. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today, a total accumulation of about one inch of snow is expected. High near 20. Tonight, a low of around negative two, with wind chills as low as negative 16. Sunday, mostly cloudy, with highs near five. Wind chill values as low as negative 20. Most tax service has been working for you, not the IRS, since 1971. They're located in St. Paul and are one of the largest sites that electronically file taxes in the country. Returns are electronically filed the same day, and your refunds are fast and secure. Check out MOHSTax.com. Once I was seven years old, my mama told me, go make yourself some friends or you'll be lonely. Once I was seven years old. Welcome back. You are listening to the Minnesota Hospice Radio Show. My name is Ken Hagland, and I'm joined today by Reverend Debbie Meckley and hospice social worker Heidi Simon. Uh, again, I wish you guys could hear us off. <laughs> off, off air between the breaks, the, the conversations or there, or maybe not. <laughs> oh my gosh! But um, the the topic that we were um, discussing last segment was about forgiveness, and uh, boy, that just created so many things in my mind about uh, um, the interrelationships that we have with our family, with our coworkers, with the cashier, the teller. I mean, everybody in life, and and how um, you know you guys just have such a great framework in which as you talk to people at end of life about that forgiveness and, and trying to um, bring healing to some of the pain that people carry mm -hmm. and they don't sometimes really maybe realize how what they can do to help um, alleviate or resolve some of those pains and again I just I, I just admire what you guys do every day in helping not only the patient but also the family because we we have such a unique medical practice where mm -hmm where we're required to do physical assessments, but also do emotional and spiritual assessments of the patient and their caregiver. I mean, it really is a great medical model yeah. that, that uh, yes. we, we could have another show. Like just, no other. Oh yeah. my yes. gosh, like, like on that. So anyway, I want to remind the listeners that this series that we're talking about, which started last week, is being presented live on Sundays during the month of February. We've already had a couple sessions. There are three more coming up. So one's coming up this Sunday, um, uh, the 4th of February, and it's being held at Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center located in Savage, Minnesota. And the workshop uh, seminar lasts about 90 minutes and it starts at 11.45 a.m. and ends at 1.15 p.m. And uh, if you want more information, please check out the website unityofthevalleymn.org or feel free to call us uh, at Minnesota Hospice at 612-930-3339. And uh, as you mentioned previously, Debbie, the, um, there are CEU units available, uh, 1.5 for each uh, session each workshop and it's free it's open to the public it's free and so we really encourage people to uh, to come on and and check out this live presentation yeah. of what we're talking about here on the radio Mm -hmm. yep. and it's a little bit more than a presentation, too. It's, yeah, it's it experiential exercises. It's an opportunity 
to um, share. And um, so uh, come out and check us out. We'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the show yeah, on the last yeah. segment. Sounds okay. great. All right. So we are moving from, we had meaning mm-hmm. originally here at the start of the show, and then we talked about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And so now we're going to move into relatedness. Yeah. And I'm really curious about that because that, mm-hmm. that is a lot of um, uh, curiosity I have about how that can become a part of a spiritual pain that a person mm-hmm. carries. Yeah. You know, the timing of this conversation is really pertinent because we think of relationship. We think of relationship to self, uh, to our family, to our coworkers, um, you know, to people out in our communities. However, it can go really deep. I mean, we're living in times right now where, you know, it, it expands our relationship to organizations, to religion how we feel about present about the religion that we're in or not in or have been in um, about government you know we've got a lot of upheaval a lot of emotion over this past 18 months um, about government and leadership and it's um, caused some really emotional um, upheavals and dissensions um, among communities and folks and so what is our relatedness to that how how are we in that role um, with how we're feeling about that and how we're interacting with people that um, we may have interacted with differently before and now we're on different sides of the fence what does that do to our relationship with our self? Um, of course, medical care and health care is something that affects everyone, whether you are ill or not. Um, it's, it's just um, uh, really created um, an emotional response and trigger for everyone. Um, also, of course, education. Where are we at with that? Those of us with children, those of us, are we um, going to continue that for ourselves? Are we done? Is there an opportunity? Is there not an opportunity because of relatedness and role to government, to health care, to our own you know, personal well-being? So relatedness um, is uh, really expansive. And how do we pull ourselves in? You know, how do we balance that or find harmony? Um, personally, balance for me is almost impossible when you think about balancing your family and your work. There, is, mm-hmm. there isn't even a comparison. But how do you harmonize that and put all those things in the pie and give yourself as much as you want? Because you can't balance that. There's too many pieces. So how do you find harmony in that so you can continue to feel well? Right. And I think sometimes when, you know, we're working through something and we feel like maybe in terms of our relatedness, that there's some question or some crisis there, because we know, as we just talked about, at least for us sitting here in this room, that we know that end-of-life care and walking alongside someone and their family when they're going through that experience is a calling. It's what we know that we're here to do. Mm-hmm. But I think when we're in a situation, whether it's our, our profession or our, our religion or our spiritual practice or our culture, whatever that role is in our life that's significant, when something goes awry and gets in the way of why, why we were called to do this very thing, that's where I think that that dis-ease can come into play. And so it's really listening. You know, this is something when we talk about where does this experience resonate? Well, this isn't in the head either. This is really, we talk about listening to your gut. This is that area. This is that, yeah. that voice inside that's saying, you know, this is why I wanted to do this and this is how it's connected for me. This is the role that I wanted to play in this universal relationship, you mm-hmm. know, because the other thing we have too is we have an expanded connection with people all over. It's, it's universal and international. So that really expands what we learn, but also that feeling of how am I contributing to the greater picture? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we're, we're all connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's not um, that's a law of physics. We're all connected of that that particle. So, um, I, you know, how we relate to each other is it important? Is it not important? I mean, you know, we die the way we live, and when we get to that end of life time, and we're finding some things just were not so important. Well, I think that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean. It is. It's true. So how are we, if we can put that, make that pie Mm. and have those pieces, those slices, look at them from afar, 
hold them out in front of us to actually get connected with what really is important to me, what is not. I don't have to have a role in everything, and why would I want it? Because at the end of life, you're going to start to, you're going to have that realization. You're going right. to come to that space that says that wasn't even important. And and where we're at, I just think universally, where we are at this particular space and time um, is such a powerful time for us to actually evaluate that, to actually look at that and say, what is my role? And there are pieces of this pie that we don't even have a role in. We don't have to have a role in. We, yes. we have this, this control thing that says, I got to have a piece of it all. Mm-hmm. And then I go crazy. And then I have dis-ease. And then I have illness. So, you know, right. got to check your pH, right, Ken? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> got to check no, the pH. I just, I just saw a sign um, that said... A, a literal sign, a spiritual sign, no, or no, a, no, yeah. no, a road sign? No, no, this, is, this was an advertising <laughs> sign. It was at, a, it was at a, uh, a health club. It said, yes, you can have it all. I thought, wow, that that is really a burden to put oops. on somebody. Yeah, I mean, that's an oops. But really, it should say you can have what you really desire. Yes. And I think sometimes we, you know, as you're you're going on here, I just I have so many thoughts that go through my mind as I as I deal with many many people, just like you guys do. You guys do a lot of patients. I deal with a lot of uh, business issues, and uh, you just see that people just carry so much things on them that they mm-hmm. don't have any business carrying. Right. Lighten the load. Lighten the load. And you guys, and you guys are experts at helping people end of life really lighten that load. And That's what this yeah. is. It really is. About. And, you know, when you say that, Ken, I think about, you know, everything that everybody carries. And the truth of that is, is that we all have a story. And we can look at someone in a certain position, occupation, you know, level of prestige or power, and we can think, oh, this is their story. Um, and I was thinking about this this particular woman who was a professional athlete at an Olympic level. I mean, we're talking very accomplished. And at end of life, everyone thought that her biggest burden in terms of spiritual pain was what her loss was in terms of being able to compete, being able to be active. But do you know what it really was? And and no one really knew this part of her story was that she had a daughter that she had no contact with. And she um, that that was the thing that she right. wanted to talk about at end of life. It had nothing to do, it did, I shouldn't say that, it did have to do with her athletic achievements in that she felt that that, that piece of her life had created a, uh, a rift in her ability to be close and connected to her daughter. So in a way, if if we don't give people the opportunity to truly tell their story and talk about what it is, well, because she did that, her daughter called her before her passing. Her daughter heard her story, didn't know that truth about her, but heard the story and reached out and they were able to reconcile. So just the possibility of transformation at every moment is just, I'm just never surprised, but always surprised at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, a lot of the, the relationship um, things that we see at end of life um, are resolved when people come together and they have the conversation. We talk about the D word and you have to have the conversation and open that up. Um, and as we move through this series, Lifting the Veil, the spiritual truth about dying, which is living right. still and death, um, is really about a better life because we deserve to have better deaths. And um, Ira Bayok talks about in his book that we as a culture in this country do not have good deaths. And that is up to us as we live. So we're trying to, we're yes. trying to flip the script, and which it needs to be mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons. And um, so it's, it's just time to have those conversations and do it now to get spiritually healthy that's not a religious thing it is about how we walk and how we talk in this world and um um in 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 feeling our feelings and talking about them and you know when we talk about all these roles um that happen with everything the expansion of everything and um the role we play in that there's a really good book um by dr parker palmer uh, it's called uh, courage and renewal reconnecting soul and role and um it's a really good read about how to just kind of reevaluate what 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 talk you're walking you know we can change that we make agreements with ourselves that we can change all the time oh fantastic 
we're up against the clock again. I wish we could just keep on going here, but we got to take a quick break. Um, you are listening to the Minnesota Hospice Radio Show, and uh, we're going to continue talking about uh, lifting the veil, revealing the spiritual truths about dying and death, and we're going to continue on with our four aspects of spiritual pain today, uh, and the next one will be on hope. So please uh, join us in a few minutes. Hi, Matt McNeil for my favorite Toyota, the Sienna from Rudy Luther Toyota. It's the most amazing vehicle I've ever owned. It's so good, after a decade of driving one, I just bought my second one. Roomy seats the entire family and their friends and the dog, the safety features, the entertainment system, the fuel economy. Siennas are fantastic vehicles. I will likely own a Sienna as long as I'm driving. See for yourself by test driving the ultimate family vehicle, the Sienna at Rudy Luther Toyota, the southeast corner of 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. Hello, this is Ellen Krug from Hidden Edges Radio. When I'm not on the radio, I'm standing in front of audiences training about diversity and inclusion and on how to be welcoming to others who are different from us. More than ever, employers and organizations need professional diversity and inclusion training. I can offer that training through my company, Human Inspiration Works, LLC. I'd love to make your workplace or organization more welcoming. For more information, go to humaninspirationworks.com. Thank you. Moe's Tax Service on Ford Parkway in St. Paul has been preparing tax returns since 1971. They're one of the most successful independently owned tax services in the country with a diverse team of highly trained and screened tax preparation experts. Tax laws and forms are always changing, and you need someone who is a dedicated tax preparation professional. Visit www.moestax.com. That's M-O-H-S tax.com. Or give them a call, 612-721-2026. Most tax service, they work for you, not the IRS. Tom Harmon here letting you know that better energy is finally affordable. With All Energy Solar, Minnesota's number one local home solar provider, you can go solar with little or no money down. Qualified property owners could even see a return on investment in less than one year. Excel Energy's Solar Rewards Incentive Program is available first come, first serve, and federal tax credits are available for a very limited time. Schedule your free solar assessment today. Visit allenergysolar.com. That's allenergysolar.com. Downtown or Woodfire Grill in St. Paul is a perfect choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Offering daily fresh seafood specials, fire-roasted meats, exquisite pizza, and half-priced bottles of wine on Mondays and Tuesdays, except on Excel Energy Center event nights. Once you experience their cozy fireside dining, extensive wine list, and bar, you'll be back for more. Gift certificates available, located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking, or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. Hi, everybody. This is Paul Metza inviting you to the 21st annual Holiday on Ice Cubes, a benefit for the Northeast Minneapolis Seniors Food Shelf. It features 15 great musicians and will be at Moe's Restaurant in Mounds View at 2400 County Road Highway 10 on Sunday, February 18th from 2 to 6 p.m. Bring a non-perishable food item and or a cash donation and enjoy over 15 musicians and a lovely afternoon of music for a good cause. Soon we'll be 30 years old Our songs have been sold We've traveled around the world And we're still roaming Soon we'll be 30 years old Welcome back. You are listening to the Minnesota Hospice Radio Show. My name is Ken Hagland, and I'm joined today by Reverend Debbie Meckley and medical social worker Heidi Simon. I should say hospice medical social worker Heidi Simon. Before we jump back into these uh, four uh, aspects of spiritual pain, which is a you know part of the overall lifting the veil, uh, revealing the spiritual truths about dying and death series that we've been on and will continue to be on in future shows. I want to make sure that we got information to the listeners about the fact that this is being um, a workshop, live workshops during the month of February, except for February 11th. Correct. But uh, the 4th and then the two weekends following that. And it's just for 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it doesn't take up much time of a person's day. It's um, it's being held at Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center located in Savage, Minnesota. And the uh, this workshop lasts about 90 minutes. It's, as you said, very experiential. Yep. A lot of great insights. Um, 
boy, the mysteries that you guys deal with and, and the insights that you work with people at end of life is just phenomenal. And I, I'm, I am amazed at how is it that you guys can go in to a patient, and unfortunately sometimes our patients are only with us for days, mm-hmm. maybe a few mm-hmm. weeks, when in fact their, their Medicare benefit for hospice is, is really six months. And, uh, but you guys can walk in there and get people to open up about the pain, the spiritual pain, the emotional pain that they've been carrying maybe for a lifetime. And you're able to walk in there and gain that confidence, gain that, that intimacy with that patient and the caregivers and have them open up about things that allow them to have this beautiful ending to their life and can pass that experience on to their next generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I'm so, I'm just so amazed. And again, we have great clinical team that can help with the pain, yeah. physical pain, and help to, to resolve that and manage that. But it allows you guys to come in there too and also do such great work with people. I, I just wish that people really understood the work that, that you guys do on that emotional and spiritual side. Mm-hmm. So again, I want to get us back into the the next topic here of hope. But again, I just wanted people yeah. to know that, that hospice is so much more than palliative pain management. Yeah, it is so much more. And that is why this series, Lifting the Veil, um, relieve, Revealing the Spiritual Truth About Dying and Death, came to be because of our experience work in hospice with patients and families. We truly find that we die the way we live and that if we can... Um, facilitate conversation about living better, we can start dying better because it's time. We do not do death justice in this culture. We don't um, embrace it. We don't honor it. We don't even talk about it. So um, we're changing that. And so um, the next, the fourth um, aspect of our spiritual pain that we walk with in our living is hope. Mm-hmm. And um, Heidi, you know, we were talking about this this morning. You had some great things to say about how, how we um, live with and embrace hope. Well, and I just, I'm convinced, and I know this because it's a part of what I do every day, I see it every day, is that our um, patients are our teachers. And so when I think about hope, it exists because it is something that only we as humans can do. It's actually something that we can look at and say, um, you know what, my calculations are saying that, um, that I don't have an escape out of this particular situation. However, I don't have enough information to know quite if that's the answer yet. So we keep, we keep moving forward. And hope is something that I think if you tried to imagine where that exists within you, it'd be really difficult to pinpoint because it's part of our energetic field, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's so different for each of us because it has to do with who we are, how unique we are, um, and what it is that we um, have had in terms of an expectation or a desire, a certain thing that we wanted to happen. And the other thing, if you look up the meaning of hope, do you know what the second meaning of that is? I do, but you tell them. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually connected to trust mm-hmm. of all things, and we which makes that. sense. Mm-hmm. We say that, that hope and uh, trust um, go hand in hand, creating faith, and they're all interchangeable. Hope, faith, and trust, you know, having those. Uh, gosh, we could take a lot about, about hope. Actually, it's how, really how we um, embrace our future, too, and how we view that. But we really want to let um, our listening audience know that the third episode in the series of Lifting the Veil, Revealing the Spiritual Truth About Dying and Death, is this Sunday, the 4th, at Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center at 1145 to 115. It is um, going to be an incredible experiential uh, exercise uh, within that as well. Um, conversation, presentation, um, it is light. It's not heavy. Um, everyone who has been here is like, oh my God, I'm not going to miss a one of these. So this is the third of the five series uh, coming up this Sunday. Um, again, um, it is um, brought to you, um, sponsored by Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center. It is free of charge, and we are offering free continuing education units for anyone in the healthcare field, the energetic field, the healing 
healing field, a healing touch, anyone who um, uh, would find this, including clergy, social work, and uh, chaplain, um, to be a benefit. Um, but we're offering CEUs, 1.5 per session. And um, so we invite you to come out and join us and get involved in the conversation. This is... Um, uh, what we're doing is not new, new. Um, honoring Choices, which is something we're going to be talking about in our fifth episode, um, has been uh, creating convenings out there in our community so that people have an opportunity to talk about how they want to see their death, to make sure that their loved ones know what that is like. And so, again, we are... Um, building, inspiring, asking people to live better because we see what happens at end of life. And we we can have better deaths. There is such a thing as a good death. I will tell you that it does exist. It does. And so that's one of the things that we're trying to create for um, people, uh, for our listeners right now, is how, how you can make that happen for yourself. Yes, and feel empowered to be able to make decisions now that will lead to what that's going to look like down the road because that really informs everything and everyone around you as well. Because believe it or not, um, as much as we think that people don't want to be in that experience with a loved one or a dear friend, they actually really do. Yeah. You know, and so being able to be that person and help empower that loved one of yours yeah. and yourself. So um, in this series on Sunday, we're going to be talking about the seven um, spiritual elements of who we are. We're going to talk about religion, believe it or not. Um, what have you been handed down? Um, I like to say to people, forget what you were told before you get too old. And um, and grief, and not just you know grief when somebody dies, but grief of um, how we release and let go. This is all about allowing and releasing, and we need to do that, and there can be grief around that too. So come join us. And bring a friend or bring a family member. This is a great conversation to have with someone that you know. Yep. Um, again, we're in the final seconds of the show. I want to thank you guys, Reverend Debbie Meckley and Hospice Social Worker Heidi Simon, for their conversation today on the series Re Revealing the Truth About Dying and Death on Lifting the Veil. And if you have any questions, please give us a call at 612-930-3339 or email us at radio at minnesotahospice.com. Yeah.